For the best audio experience and to avoid embarrassment, we strongly suggest you use headphones whilst listening to Bubble and Squeak. Hi, I'm Peter Santoscano, and this is Bubble and Squeak, a podcast with uncanny sounds, funny interludes, and stories most weird, many true. Okay, here's season two, episode four Tender Gasp. Our show today comes in three parts. Part one, performance artist George Ferrandi tells us about intimate work that has emerged in spite of social distancing. Part two, four voicemails from my dad, Pete Toscano. And part three, a sound slice from an incomplete temple in Mexico. George Ferrandi is an internationally renowned performance artist. She's been exploring the expansive possibilities of human interaction and community. Her work ranges in form and scale. With her piece, It Felt Like I Knew You, it was just a simple and risky gesture. In a crowded New York City subway, she leaned on a stranger seated beside her, as if she were asleep. She's also created giant spectacles, like parading with hundreds of people through the streets of South Philly. Sculpture usually plays a role in her work, as does humor. It's often a collaborative experiment in storytelling, with participants becoming performers in the narrative or even creating it. And this year, she moved out of New York City. George and her partner now live in central Pennsylvania. In fact, They moved into the very house my partner and I called home for 10 years before we sold it to them. So what does a performance artist do when there are no audiences, no community engagement, no chance to meet strangers? Ferrandi turned to art. She now creates George's Lovely Variety. It's a pulpy and wonderful subscription-based newspaper, and it features legit science, COVID-era existentialism, and incredibly cute animals. Ferrandi hand-draws the whole thing. And to me, it kind of reminds me of Bubble and Squeak in zine form. It's whimsical, eclectic, and weird. And in a time when it is rare to get any sort of feedback from anyone, George regularly receives lovely responses to her lovely variety. She tells us about the newspaper and shares some of these messages. It's hard to make new friends when we can't meet in person casually. And so it creates these kind of little windows for an unexpected and casual interaction. I got your lovely variety this morning, and it is indeed lovely. I smiled, laughed, felt a heavy heart, and got a craving for some pie. I'm an artist. My background is in sculpture. I work in a range of materials. Probably for the last decade, I have been making work that involves some kind of social engagement, whether at a very tiny and intimate scale where I'm interacting with two people or at a very large and expansive scale where I've worked with an organization and a community or a club to develop a performance for 7,000 people. I found out maybe eight years ago that our North Star isn't permanent. That blew my mind. 
I wanted to figure out how we're going to celebrate a celestial transition of that scale. And so my work has taken the form of working with communities to create future cultural traditions that say goodbye to Polaris and hello to Gamma Sifai. I've been saving your wondrous zine, loving as always the astro delights, but especially taken with the tender gasp of a centerfold. The pandemic has really forced me to think about how I can meaningfully engage when I can't have social contact with folks. Every page connects me to some part inside that feels alive. And I laugh too, a treasure comes in the mail in perfect timing. I started George's Lovely Variety as a way to have some kind of conversation, the possibility of a kind of intimate interaction without breaking our necessary social distancing protocols. I love the idea of someone holding this in their hands, in their homes, like having this tactile experience of this pulpy textural paper, reading it while they're drinking their coffee. And then each paper allows the possibility for some kind of interaction with me or with the other readers. So there's still this meaningful exchange, room for a sort of intimacy of voice because it's sort of just me and this person having a conversation, albeit not a verbal one. I'm in love with this magazine. There's not much joy with the pandemic, but your newsletter really lifts my spirits and keeps me going. I don't need anything. I just wanted to tell you how much I appreciate this newsletter. There are some regular features. One of those future North Stars is represented and introduced. There are 12 eventual North Stars, so we'll focus on one each month. There's a creature feature where we focus on some fantastic animal. The first issue celebrated a caterpillar that sheds all of its exoskeleton except its head. Each time it kind of forms a new exoskeleton, it keeps its old head and they just stack up on top of its current heads like a hat salesman. And the most recent issue features the remarkable Tremoctopus violaceus, which unfurls this majestic blanket from its rear arms whenever it's threatened. We're also monitoring the monthly development of a lemon tree in my studio in a feature called Are There Lemons Yet? There's a recipe from my mom in each issue. My mom is 88 and has been completely isolated for a year in Baltimore. So she has not had a single hug. And she's an old Italian lady who really traffics in the world of hugs. And she gives us a recipe for how to combat loneliness or how to remember good times. And there's um, a recurring advice column called Advice from Random Objects. Each month I pick something in my house and whatever letters from readers I get that are answered through the voice of that object. And the most recent issue was a cast iron bird that has been painted white and served as a doorstop for almost a decade. 
I can't tell you how much I look forward to your newsletter. I just got the second issue and I voraciously skim every page and then go back and read each detail. Issue so far has had an opportunity to text the editor and then receive something in response on your phone. Words can't tell you how much I'm enjoying George's lovely variety. But it's also really funny. There's like <laughs> aspirational advertisements for <laughs> doggy diapers because I have an 18-year-old Jack Russell who looks adorable in a diaper and really needs them now. And then my mom said, I couldn't read it without my other glasses and I can't put them on while I have my curlers on. It, it's hard to make new friends when we can't meet in person casually. And so it creates these kind of little windows for an unexpected and casual interaction. because you usually don't. So give it a whirl, and I'll keep in touch. Okay. Love you, son. Bye. Happy birthday. <laughs> it's Dad. Uh, I, I got a hold of Tony Serafino, and I don't know if he got a hold of you because he wants to see you at the show, whatever show you're going to do. And I wish you have a nice happy birthday. I speak to you over the weekend. Love you, son. Bye. Hi, Peter. It's your dad. Manuel called, and I was sleeping under the tree, and Gregory was down the stairs playing the drums, and I guess he never heard him call. So either give me the number, leave the number, or you got to call and find out what's going on. Because I want to make sure if he comes, I want to be here. Uh, uh, leave me the number or you call. Let me know what's going on. Uh, I'll, i got to go to a Marine Corps meeting. So I'll see you if you... I should be home around 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Okay. Love you, son. Take care. Bye. Hi, Peter. It's your dad. Uh, we went to the singles club, made Ethel happy, and now she went to see the cabaret. So I'm watching TV, and she's going to come and say uh, goodnight. And I talked to Dina, and uh, Linda called. She's going to be here about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I don't know if they're staying overnight, but if they want to, they're welcome to do so. If they do, I have to wash the linens again the next day if, if uh, Brian comes. Okay. I love you, son. And thanks for helping me out. 
I'll keep in touch. Bye. Let me set the scene for you. I'm in the city of Moscata in the Mexican province of Jalisco. I had just spent about an hour walking around the grounds of the Templo Incompleto de la Preciosa Sangre. It's this space where they had started building a church in the 19th century, and they must have had a lot of money because the walls are constructed with stonework that is incredible, but it's incomplete. There's only partial walls, no roofs anywhere. The city embraced the space and left the ruins and turned it into a park where they have public events, concerts, and and other gatherings. The only complete structure is a small chapel with a multi-purpose room attached. I heard music coming from it. It was a small space with only maybe 25 chairs, and they welcomed me in. Turns out it was a small choir rehearsing for an upcoming mass. Hola, buenas tardes. Bubble and Squeak is written and produced by me, Peterson Toscano. I mostly make this show for me and for my dad, Pete Toscano. He died in 2012. Learn more about George Ferrandi and find out how you can get your hot little hands on her lovely variety newspaper. Visit georgeferrandi.com. Ferrandi is spelt with two R's and ends in an I. georgeferrandi.com. The Bulban Squeak theme song is Worthless by the Jelly Rocks from the Bang and Whimper album. You also heard Aurelian by S.A. Carl and Our Waters by Isabel O'Connor. They're both available at Epidemic Music. Follow Bubble and Squeak on Instagram at Bubble Squeaker. That's at Bubble Squeaker. And feel free to say hi to me on Twitter at P2Sun. The letter P, the number two, S-O-N, at P2Sun. Oh. And thanks so much for listening. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com. Thanks for talking to me about this. I really haven't, I work on it every day for upwards of 12 hours, but I don't really talk about it. Thanks for giving me an opportunity to try to step back and see what it is I'm doing.